0: This is VH Snackin'. And we're back. And we're VH Snacking today here in the Spook Shed. I'm Josh Schaefer.
1: Lunchmeat A- A- Magazine, Lunchmeat VHS. And you are? Yeah, that's right, Josh. A- and I'm Phil. Also uh, host of the Spook House podcast, but not today. We are Combining Forces for another episode of VH Snacking, and we couldn't be more excited. Why is that, Josh? Because
0: we're re- uh, going to be revisiting the 1993
1: gem, Dennis Ooh. the Menace. Yes, we are. You know what? Today is not, we're not in the spook shed, we're in the spook fort.
0: It's a fort. We're making a fort!
1: Forts don't got carpet!
0: Do forts have carpet?
1: <laughs> they do now, <laughs> hot lips. God, we're already in it. Oh yeah, we are going to get even further into it. We better go ahead because it's a little toasty out here in the shed. I'm uh, going to break a VH sweat out here if oh, we don't make Oh, it it's a hot sunny day here in North Carolina. Well, Josh, what do you want to talk about first? Should what? we talk about our memories of this movie? Like, Yeah, I think we should start at the beginning.
0: All right. Well, And you know, for me, I was thinking about it and I don't really recall renting this movie. I remember watching it on cable all the time. I remember it was on cable all the time. And I remember, you know, Saturdays and the weekends. And I remember specifically being at my grandmom's house and watching this on her big uh, yellow carpet. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: uh, that's a standout memory. But this was one that I watched all the time. It was more of a daytime thing. You know, you would watch like Ghoulies and, you know, uh, Monster Squad and Return of the Living Dead and Troll at night. Uh, During the day.
1: I got to say, this is a good daytime watch. There's a lot of beautiful daytime shots of the neighborhood. It's a very, uh, it's a good summer, sunny day outside kind of movie. It really is. And it really
0: does capture that, you know, and, you know, I've seen some criticism of the film saying it's kind of a bland suburb movie, what? but I think it's kind of idyllic, you know, and, and, you know, I don't mean that in a negative way, but I think it's very exemplary of how it would feel to live, you know, in a nice, clean suburb, you know, in the summer. You know, because uh, Dennis just got out of school, right? And yeah, it just really carries that vibe really well.
1: Yeah, they filmed this in Chicago, Illinois. This is a John Hughes movie. It well, is.
0: It's a John Hughes script.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And your boy Nick Castle, my boy. It. Yeah.
1: What significance would a uh, Nick Castle hold? Well, why don't you tell me, Mister? <laughs> I got a Halloween tattoo <laughs> on my arm, Mister Halloween. My shitty eighteen-year-old halloween tattoo that,
0: that's my favorite tattoo that you have dude don't really don't get it twisted dude, this yeah. my
1: very first tattoo it's I need, pure I like you look at it and you know
0: you know it's pure it's like, all haggard
1: it. and faded uh nick castle of course played michael myers in the original 1978 film and he later went on to write a bunch of movies he wrote escape from new york uh, God, a ton of movies. He also directed Major Pain.
0: Love Major Pain.
1: Hey, man, there's a potential VH snacking candidate.
0: Right, I, I agree, because that's, that's definitely, you know...
1: Not enough people talk about that one.
0: It's a really good one, and it's still super funny. You yeah. Know, I haven't watched it in years, but uh, there was a, a period there for maybe like three or four years ago where I was watching it once a month yeah you know? i mean it just it kind of it kind of clings on to you. you're like man i want to watch major pain again yeah so, i mean just
1: for the bam bam bigelow cameo alone yeah I mean, I mean
0: there's there's tons of stuff happening in that movie
1: and you know what i need to rewatch it maybe i'll watch it tonight it's uh my girlfriend and i's three-year anniversary so i'll spare her major pain tonight. <laughs> <laughs> happy 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 happy, <laughs> happy like, hey, anniversary we need, to, we need to do something special have you ever seen major pain
0: i mean <laughs> it's a good one you know i it is. I mean, I, I I would go for it. Go yeah, with your hey. gut,
1: bud. Well, back to Dennis the Menace. Um, I own this on VHS, I do believe. And this was a for a while there, this was like a wake up and put this movie on kind of movie for me. Mm-hmm. I've probably seen this movie like a hundred times. Like yeah. I used to play this movie constantly as a kid. And I think it's because Well, for one, I was also six while, you know, the lead character is six. So I related to Dennis a lot, but it also sums up every kid's like ideal, just childhood. It's got forts, which did you ever build, build any forts back in the day? Do kids still build forts? I
0: mean, I had a, a sky fort at my babysitter's house. So basically that was like a prefab tower that you would climb up and it was you know kind of bare bones but yeah we would hang out in the sky fort and throw footballs from it and (laughs)
1: wait hold um, on
0: what is a sky fort so that's what we called it i mean it was basically like a like i said like a free a prefab uh prefabricated it wasn't you didn't need a tree house it was like freestanding oh shit how high was it it was probably like 10 12 feet in the air
1: wow yeah for a kid that's like Oh, it was spooky.
0: I mean, I was scared. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely still afraid of heights, and I was then. So, I mean, getting down off of that sky fort was a thing. It was mm. a whole, you know. And I was kind of a fat kid, so it made it even a little harder. So, weren't you a
1: fat kid, George? I was husky. <laughs> I was husky, Martha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it's it's a it's a film that. I would watch all the time, you know, like another comfort food movie, of course, because so it fits in the VH snacking category.
1: Yeah. You also mentioned babysitters, which I was watching this today and I totally brought back memories of like, oh, yeah, I remember having babysitters. And, yep. Let I, me ask you this Did yeah. you ever like tear shit up as a kid? Like, were you a good kid? I was a really good kid. Actually. Really?
0: Yeah. I was really well behaved. And what's
1: like the, is there one thing that stands out like, Ooh, I got my ass tore up for that. Like, What's your one little Josh the Menace moment? Yeah, Do you have one?
0: I don't really have one. I mean, the only one that I can think of, I was about maybe 11 or 12 years old, and my parents weren't gone, and I had a bunch of friends over from the neighborhood, and they were older, and they were probably like 15 or something like that, you know? Yeah. And uh, they came downstairs and they're like yo josh what's up with this wine and my parents had like a big jug of wine i was like i don't know and they just started drinking it <laughs> and i wasn't gonna say no yeah and then they started smoking my dad's cigarettes and stuff and i was like oh man i f- like i felt really cool because like i was yeah. supplying you know these kids with, with with uh with this stuff and or my friends really and uh then i went to my friend Corey's house and we were playing magic and then the phone rang and it was my mom Ooh. and uh Corey's mom was like josh it's your mom And I was like, hello. She's like, get your ass home right now. And I was like, why? She's like, you know why. And just click, hung up the phone. I was just like, uh-oh. Oh, oh, shit. So that was probably like one of the (laughs) worst things I ever did. You were in some deep V8 shit. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And I I didn't even do anything. I didn't drink any of the wine or smoke any of the cigarettes, but they knew. They knew.
1: Damn. Yeah. So that's like your one. Yeah. You didn't like accidentally burn a house down or something crazy like
0: that. No, nothing like that.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, I was a pretty good kid. Yeah. Um, I remember one time me and my brothers like lit a bag of shit on fire. on <laughs> I wonder where you learned that from.
0: <laughs> poop again. He
1: called the shit poop. <laughs> this is the best night of my life. <laughs> okay, you called the shit poop. Called it poop. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. So we just lit the bag of shit on fire and ran <laughs> and. They just turned the porch light on and then they just called the cops. So we were like running back home and there were like cops riding around the neighborhood with like spotlights and stuff. Yeah. So when we got home, we were like paranoid as hell. That's pretty badass though, dude. Yeah, not really. I I
0: was trying to make it, you know, a little more.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. you know how it is. I mean, I thought they were going to like come outside and stomp on it. Ha ha. We got them. They They must've
0: seen the movie too.
1: Yeah, they probably did.
0: Didn't fall for it. It was
1: probably around the same time that Billy Madison had come out. But yeah, so you're
0: telling me that you didn't. You just thought of that yourself. You didn't see it in Billy Madison. No, or... no.
1: Like I'm sure we definitely. Yeah, it was definitely after Billy Madison. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, lame story. I'm sorry. That was not lame, dude. Anytime have...
0: there's a story about lighting bags of shit on fire, I'm here for it. So, did you ever do prank calls?
1: Yes. I I hate to say this as like a mid thirties dude, but I kind of want to. Do some prank calls, one night. I?
0: <laughs> I mean, prank calls are different now, you know, because you got caller ID and all this yeah. stuff. You still got the block. That's fine. But, man, we used to... We, what we used to is me and my friends used to um, do prank calls and record them on VHS. <laughs> like, we would record. I would love to get some of those. I remember my friend Zach, my friend Josh, and uh, Greg Glenn. If I remember that right, we, uh, we would call people and record it. And uh, I remember one line is, hello you're like hey how you doing you're like who is this like your mom is swamp thing stunt double and we would just like we would say not we're like 10 years old dude i don't know but your mom is swamp thing stunt double was was pretty good
1: i bet that that sentence has never been uttered since or before the one of a kind your mom is swamp thing stunt double yeah what kind of reaction would you get from that hang a lot of hang-ups you know damn kids (laughs) do you you remember Bargain Traders? No, it was kind of like Craigslist before the Internet. Mm-hmm. Like people put ads for like, hey, I'm selling a truck. And they put a little ad in there. And you. Pick, oh, it's like yeah. a magazine where you pick up and in gas stations and stuff
0: in our town. That was called The Reminder.
1: Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in North Carolina, at least we had the bargain trader. So we would find like old bargain traders from like five years ago. <laughs> it would be like hey you still give away them free buckets they'd be like oh well i did five years ago we'd be like why'd you give them away (laughs) i don't know why are you calling me totally perplexed we would like just get angry (laughs) about these like old bargain trader listings and those were the days right when that's how you occupied yourself and one day a guy actually called the police and did this i think he actually like traced my line or something Wow. Somehow they got a hold of my dad. And uh, like my dad kind of came and picked me up. Kind of similar situation. He was like, get your ass in the car. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you've been making prank calls. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. (laughs) At least he didn't lie about it. At least he owned up to it. I'm like, well, it's more like my friend's fault. I kind of like passed it on. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Share a little blame. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that. We're all kind of scared when your parents are mad you know so yeah
1: well uh, it sounds like we we're both pretty good kids so
0: yeah and i think dennis is is not a bad kid but he's just mischievous you yeah know what i mean like
1: he's got a good heart he's he's
0: a he's a nice kid his heart's in the right place but uh man he just is always getting in trouble man he's the menace
1: yeah mr
0: uh mason gamble yeah and um you know no disrespect to mason and this is right off the bat like i think after watching this movie that his performance is the weakest link for me really i really do yeah and i see a lot of people say i don't know i don't i think it's it's just because i think everybody else around him is is doing really great you know and i Mm -hmm. I, and one thing that i noticed that it seems like a very minor thing but like his voice like red lines sometimes like she's like now you're out of school and he's like i'll go back and it's just like so loud and like it feels like it's cracking the yeah the
1: okay audio line. okay that's a good point
0: and i mean it's not that that should take away from it but i, I think because we want to talk about the actual casting process of this right because it's mm-hmm. really interesting and in how he got it
1: yeah also while i'm thinking thinking about it there are several instances where he looks directly at the camera
0: right And I mean that should be
1: a director thing. That should be like, "Hey, six-year-old kid, don't do that." I think he's five, right? Five or six. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that's got to be hard, and to be an actor when you're five or six, especially in a leading role. Um, But there were twenty thousand auditions for Dennis the Menace. That's a lot. Did you happen to watch the his audition tape?
1: Yeah. Apparently, he kind of got the part, or stood out at least because he brought a worm into the audition. Right,
0: which I think is cute and clever, but does that make him a qualified actor to to bring to bring a worm out of your pocket?
1: I I guess not. I wish that landed you good jobs these days. Be like, yeah, closer. I mean, you gotta I got to think. I
0: mean, twenty thousand, yeah, kids, and only ten of them got to read with Walter Matthau. Yeah, so I would love to know who the other people were too. You know, if they were, because I don't think. Uh, mason had done very much before this i think he had done like
1: one movie and he continued to be pretty steady
0: up until 2010 right
1: yeah i think so Mm -hmm. i watched a trailer for this movie he did in 96 called bat bad moon bad moon yeah okay Mm -hmm. i had never heard of it yeah (laughs) have
0: you seen it uh, a long time ago. I have seen it, but okay. I do not really recall I'm like, it. Yeah. i like, I
1: kind of want to watch this. This this one Oh, I'd watch it again by. just to
0: see Dennis the Menace, you know?
1: Yeah, he was also in Rushmore. Mm-hmm. I saw oh, that love that movie. Yeah. He spits on Bill Murray's hood. Wow.
0: Still being a menace <laughs> still, all, all these years still later. Still
1: being a menace. And in Spy Hard in 96, they spoof Home Alone, and he plays Kevin McAllister.
0: Yeah, which is, is funny, you know, because... He kind of was riffing off of Kevin McAllister in this movie.
1: Yeah, and it was a John Hughes movie. So. Yeah. And the old couple from Home Alone is in this movie. Yep. Yeah. The, she's got a whole shoebox full of them. Dangly ones. <laughs> <laughs> the dangly ones. Dangly ones. <laughs> oh, man, I love that actor. Can't Yeah. Yeah, I do like them in this movie when they're like, getting their glasses on. They're like, and the winner is, or you take mine. <laughs> I love yeah,
0: that. they're super cute up there.
1: Yeah, all right. Well let's kinda of run through the casting. Okay, critiques of Mason Gamble aside, I didn't think um those are good points, but upon rewatch I was like, I'm, I'm fine with him. Like he's he's a cute kid. He he's I, I see why they casted him, you know, mm-hmm. he's got a He's got the look. Yeah, he's got the look. He's got the charm or whatever um maybe he, he like plays it a little too cutesy at times like yeah i don't know i mean I i'm adorable? not saying he
0: gives a bad performance and if mm-hmm. mason if you're listening this is not an insult i'm just saying it's it's tough being a five-year-old actor and carrying a film yeah you know what i mean and it, it i think <clears throat> but what it also you know brings me to first talking about the casting is like the guy who the kid who plays joey kellen uh i forget his last name yeah I'm gonna get more into it later, but man, I think he's awesome in this movie. I think he's yeah, he so, is good. He's so funny in this movie. Like he has very minimal lines, but every one he has just nails it. So forts don't got carpet. Yes, he was the first one we brought up. <laughs> yeah. <We> do now.
1: <laughs> um, what's the girl's name? Uh, Martha. I forgot the little little girl that plays her. She was also uh, in Margaret.
0: Margaret Wade. Oh, there is, you go. Is her character
1: name? Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, Martha's the wife, George's wife. Yeah, who was awesome by the way. One oh, of my she's favorite, wonderful. One of my favorite roles in this movie upon rewatch. Uh, but yeah, that little girl, she was. Have you ever seen House Arrest, the nineteen ninety six movie with yeah, Jamie not Lee a long Curtis? Time, and but yeah, yeah, it's been a while since I watched that one. That that one's due for a rewatch. But she's in that, and I think that's the last thing she's done. I found her Twitter. Huh. She kind of still looks the same. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, those two his friends, I'm fine with the casting there.
0: Yeah, I mean I'll get more on that later. I think that the rapport between all of them is excellent. So Yeah. And
1: sure. uh Switchblade Sam, I mean, dude, this is a plus casting. Like Yeah. Speaking of, I was thinking of this, man, like that is overdue for like a proper Halloween costume, like somebody cosplaying Switchblade oh, yeah. Sam. Mm hmm. You can I mean, pull it off, man. You kind of got the you got the long hair. Oh, you think I look like we, Switchblade we, Sam, dude? Do you want to end this right now? grease you up. <laughs> just like roll you around in like grease and shit. Put on a little something. ball cap.
0: God, he gets so gross in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's so yeah. disgusting, dude. He just looks like he smells so bad. Oh, yeah. When he chomps his teeth at the cop. Oh, God. oh yeah. It's still, it, it, it makes you do that. It makes you go, ugh.
1: Yeah, like he literally looks like a fucking rat like yeah. a dirty rat just running around stealing stuff. I don't believe I've seen you around here before. Maybe that's because I ain't ever been around here. What are you up to, buddy? What's the two ya? Now look, I run a nice, clean town here and I don't want any trouble. My advice to you is just follow the sun on out here. The only reason I ain't moving on is because you stopped to give me the breeze. Um. But yeah, I mean, they couldn't have nailed that casting any more better. Of course, we're talking about Christopher Lloyd, who was uh, uh, in the Adams family, and yeah, many mm-hmm. other things. Many other things, along with the uh, Back to the Future with Leah Thompson,
0: who plays the mom here, and I think she does a wonderful job. She does uh, very pretty, uh, very perfect for this role. Uh, looks like Alice Mitchell. To me, the cartoon mm-hmm. um, and the father character is very well cast. I think he looks a lot like the father from the comic and from the cartoon. Yeah.
1: Um, kind of looks like your average hipster dad these days. Yeah. I mean, they, the... <laughs> they do a great job,
0: you know, and um, I think I have no complaints about what they do in this movie. I think they, they actually adhere to the comedy more than everybody else. I think I I like the way that it is, you know? So I, I, I really like it. I'm a big fan of Leah Thompson in general. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, she's 32 in this movie. So she's like the
1: perfect age for everything. And everything. Okay. Yeah. We got to talk about their neighbors. Mr. Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. (laughs) Oh, George. You're such a girl.
0: Walter Matthau is just brilliant in this film.
1: Agreed. I mean, he brings it, to life I, I think he's the center point without him this it would have still worked to some degree i'm sure there's some other casting that you could have done but walter mathel is just perfect in this i think
0: i think they were going to go with leslie nielsen otherwise that, i read that yeah so leslie nielsen was committed to surf ninjas in 92 93 <laughs> uh, so made uh, the right
1: call there yeah and
0: uh i mean I just think Walter Matthau is Mr. Wilson.
1: Yeah, and that's no disrespect to uh, Sir Leslie Nielsen. No, obviously,
0: Surf Ninjas rocks as well. <laughs> so, um,
1: and hey, Spy Hard or what was it? Uh the spoof movie he did a few years later, Naked Gun. No, the one that uh, Mason Gamble played. Spy Hard. Spy Hard. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, they, they finally got to work together, I guess. And Martha is wonderful. Yeah, um, she brings um, definitely a heart to the movie. I she believe. really
0: is. She's like the voice of reason. Yeah. You
1: know, and uh,
0: she's so sweet and uh, just uh, all loving. Still alive. Joan Plowright? Mm
1: hmm. Wow. Still kicking it.
0: Bet you she, she looks exactly the same. She kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. She's looked that way ever since I can remember her. She, I, yeah. I meant to look up a picture of her when she was younger, but I never did, so I'll probably do that afterwards. But she really is just, uh, you know,. Perfection in that kind of role, so
1: yeah, yeah, agreed. I guess that kind of covers the the casting. You got my man Gunther. Yeah, can't forget Gunther. <laughs> you know, and and speaking, you know,
0: just kind of circling back to to Christopher Lloyd as Switchblade. Yeah, I mean, when he steals that apple off of Gunther.
1: Apple. Apple. <laughs> apple.
0: cute but when he when he knifes that uh apple out of his hand it scared that kid so much that he wouldn't approach yeah i read that
1: i mean if i were what four years old or or something and i saw switchblade sam i'd be terrified
0: i was terrified of him when i watched this movie like he is a badass villain
1: yeah you know
0: and i think it was so gross and and badass and and just evil I think Roger Ebert said that was the only reason he couldn't recommend this movie to anybody is because of that character. What? Yeah, I read that somewhere that he said, I think this movie's wonderful, but I can't recommend it because of Switchblade Sam.
1: Well, let's talk about this real quick. This movie has an average score on Amazon of 5.6, and it Mm -hmm. sits at 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, they got that way wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... It's curious. I don't really know there, there's definitely nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah. Know? and I just think it's a very nostalgic movie. You well, know what I mean? Well, it
1: is. And I I was asking myself, am I just do I just have my nostalgia goggles on and I'm kind of blinded? But I was like, no. This is a good movie. Like, you know, as an adult watching mm-hmm. it now, if I had never seen this movie, I'd be like, this is a great movie.
0: I mean, it's paced really well. It's shot extraordinarily well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and the comedy is is good. Uh, you know, like Walter Matthau is hilarious throughout the whole thing. You know, just being the, the ultimate grump neighbor. And, um, you know, and we'll, we, once we talked about the moments more, I think, you know, I'll go back into that. But
1: Yeah. And um, to go back to Switchblade Sam, I love the way they introduce him, like on the train. That's a wonderful a, you shot. You just see yeah. his silhouette and then yeah. you see like the close-up of his hand with the, the rings. It's very, uh, I don't know what the word is, but yeah, it, it shifts tone very well. It's like, ooh, it's, yeah, that tonal
0: shift the is, the is, is masterful, guy. you know? And he is very menacing all of mm-hmm. a sudden, you know what I mean? And, um, God, he's just so gross. I don't <laughs> know how, however, how else to describe it. I mean, he's just, he's just disgusting, like a disgusting human. So,
1: yeah. What do you think he smells like? I
0: would say human shit, probably. <laughs> probably smells like human shit. Maybe a little bit of cigarettes. Maybe you know, just cigarettes and shit. Yeah, just farts and cigarettes, Oh probably. And beans. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Frank's and beans. God, that that scene. Oh.
1: Yeah. So, let's get to some of your your favorite moments. Right. I told you to pick out like give me three good moments could be a small thing could be a could be a sequence of events you know it could be a five minute chunk of the movie or it could just be a you know an apple okay. or whatever
0: okay so there's quite a few so we're gonna have to yeah. go through this Um, right in the beginning of the film and I want to know how they did this but like when everybody's like uh, the whole it seems like the whole like neighborhood is like in a frenzy because dennis is awake and out the two cats that run across the sidewalk and run into each other oh yeah like how do you train cats to run into each other like good point like that's i saw that i was like that's amazing like was that just a was that just by luck or did they train the cats to run into Mm. each other i thought that was really cool
1: that's Um, a overlooked little moment thank you for bringing that up but yeah i thought the introduction of dennis like all the animals reacting you got it's like, well, what are they running away from? You know? And
0: Dennis the Menace, baby. Yeah. Um good call. I love, love, love the when he shoots the aspirin in his mouth and you can <laughs> you, you see like the teeth and it's like a puppet kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. gross. <laughs> um but more into like it, it's funny you say sequences because I feel like it is sequences for me. Yeah. Yeah. And more than moments, there's tons of quotable moments and things like that. But the sequence when Dennis goes over to Margaret's house and then they're going through the woods and they're like bantering back and forth, you know, what, what, what we're, what we're quoting here is like, you know, uh, sailors don't have wives, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And I think between Margaret, Joey and Dennis establishing that kind of little friendship they have, the, the comedic rapport is so on point for being five-year-old kids. Yeah. You know, it still makes me laugh out loud and it's, it's still engaging and like you kind of forget that these are little kids doing this comedic bit, mm-hmm. you know, and it it's really sharp and, and really well done. And I think that Joey, like he plays his part perfectly. Like he's, he's kind of reserved and a little slower than everybody else, but he's like, you know, still kind of, you know, he's the sidekick, but yeah. he's a perfect sidekick. So I really love that sequence and
1: holds the nails for Dennis. Yeah. I mean,
0: like when he's like
1: yeah <laughs> perfect perfect um uh and then
0: my other one's uh, the bathroom scene
1: I almost wrote that one down I'm glad you picked that one yeah, yeah. the
0: bathroom scene when he comes in and slips and then he like <laughs> puts it up his nose and then
1: <laughs> when he slips I like how he doesn't even make a noise he's just like <laughs>
0: Yeah, the physical comedy in this is outstanding.
1: Then he He, like gargles whatever it was and just immediately spits it out. He gargles
0: pine saw and then he shoots. (laughs) uh,
1: He like shoots a
0: plaque attack up his nose.
1: I like how he's just like blowing out water. Like he's got his head under the
0: faucet. And dude, when he dunks it, when he dunks the shot, when he dunks his face into, I always thought it was the toilet. But then I realized yeah. it's the sink, but uh, like okay. it, it might as well be the toilet because yeah. it was that funny. And um, I love that sequence. And um, this is a dark horse. I got two more. So just stop me when you Oh, you're, real you're, quick.
1: I like how he, after he shoots the stuff up his nose, he lets out this like, oh. <laughs> and then you hear a dog like howl. Along yeah. with him. That was yeah. a good little oh,
0: moment there. I love that too. Yeah. As, as, as a great little addition. <laughs> so. Um, when uh Dennis is being babysit babysat I guess that's the right way uh-huh. by Natasha Leone yes very cool and another uh John Hughes guy a uh, uh, buzz Devin Rattray Rattray I don't know how to say his name but he's the hunk that comes over yeah so when Dennis is taking a bath right yeah and that character is reading him the book mm-hmm. when he's like Saba Sob, Saba Sababed. Sababed Huffy like I I'd lose it every time. And then he goes into this like a existential like monologue. He's like, "What's the point of this of reading lies?" Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Sababed Huffy. Uh it's probably my favorite line. Sub and Huffy. Sub- 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 and Huffy. Oh, uh, man. That's my new
1: email address for everything now. Oh Subobbid Huffy at Gmail. It, it is
0: so dang good. And then, of course, oh. the scene.
1: Wait, real quick. Yeah. I love when he mixes up impotent and important. Yeah, dude.
0: That's amazing. Like I would have
1: never, when I was a kid, I, I'm like, oh.
0: Yeah, that one's like 50 yards over your head when you're like a
1: six-year-old, eight-year-old kid. Yeah. You know?
0: and uh <laughs> there's a
1: lot of moments like that throughout this movie yeah i'd can like talk to talk about, about those yeah, yeah.
0: and I, I guess my other final moment uh or final sequence is uh down underneath the the overpass yeah i mean that is just so unforgettable um amazing por- performance from christopher lloyd down there and um that's when he starts to get really gross with like the bump on his head oh and, yeah
1: that's when he just gets all sweaty and grimy and- oh my god yeah and it's
0: the rapport between see this is where i like, kind of backtrack on on mason gambles uh performance because it had to be really difficult to work with adults and vice versa you know what i mean and having that sort of rapport back and forth was excellent but the entire atmosphere by the fire and all of the actions, like there's so much action going on and like him getting thrown uh, into the river and then up, you know, and all that other stuff is yeah. really, really good. So those are my standout sequences in this film that I think really like can uh, cohere
1: like, all together. Yeah. Yeah. The the bean scene just makes me laugh. Oh, time. my God, dude. In,
0: in one way, it makes me want to eat franks and beans. And <laughs> in another way, it makes me never want to eat them again. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing, but also awesome.
1: Alright, so Yeah, what about you, bud? Alright, so I'll give you my three. I too had the finale, the Sam and Dennis scene. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many funny little moments in that. I mean, he's like, you little worm. <laughs> you <laughs> like, uh, beans all over his face and his stomach's all like swollen and sweaty. Yeah. Ugh. And
0: it's like it like like bends in or whatever, yeah. you're like,
1: oh god. <laughs> turn around <laughs> <laughs> oh man and a cool little moment while dennis is like riding his uh his bike through the woods i thought it was kind of a creepy way for dennis to get captured he just like yeah. turns around real fast and oh that part always kind of scared me as a kid
0: i i there are scary parts of this film because i think that christopher lloyd is such a high like a potent villain You know, and because he is so dirty and greasy and nasty and like the other the other parts of this film are very squeaky clean, you know what I mean? Like everything's really like uh, just well put together. Everybody is pretty much well to do out there. And I think the the juxtaposition of him against this stuff really makes him stand out more. So,
1: yeah. Also, um, I got the uh, the buzz and Polly. I mean, that's just. That whole sequence is just my favorite <laughs> from the moment Buzz shows up. Is his he, name Buzz in this movie? No. Um, um he's he's forever Buzz. Um yeah. no, his name is um, Oh man, what's his name in this movie? I can't I, remember. I just watched it this morning. We're calling him Buzz. Yeah. Okay. I love the way like he just goes to the front door, he's like combing his hair and he's like hey. He says it
0: to Are You
1: He's like, uh is Polly here? <laughs> he's like, like
0: combing his hair. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Dennis is like, yeah, she's upstairs putting on deodorant. She said she gets sweaty when she's around you because you're such a stud. He's like, ah, oh, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, But also, like, what is happening when when they're ringing the doorbell and like every time they get interrupted, he's like, ow! Like, is she headbutting him? Oh, or, like...
1: I guess because they're making out and she keeps jumping up real quick and
0: headbutting him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know something.
1: Yeah. But this whole sequence is just, I mean, you got Buzz reading the book while he's in the tub. That's all hilarious. Um, Dennis playing Ding Dong Ditch, which, wow, I totally, that brought back some memories. Did you ever play Ding Dong Ditch? Did <laughs> Ding you, Dong what? Did you, did you ever play? Did, <laughs> <laughs> did you? oh that was good that's gonna stay did you ever play ding dog ditch yeah i mean dick (laughs) that's a whole other game oh my
0: god uh i i I think so i mean i feel like i did um i also feel like i didn't because i didn't really live in a neighborhood oh really yeah you know what i mean i so i didn't really have anywhere to do it I'm sure I did at some point, though, when I went to other neighborhoods, you know? I
1: definitely did a few times. Seems like a good way to get shot these days. Yeah, Yeah. no good on that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that whole sequence. um... Oh, this is all meanwhile, while George is in the garage investigating, looking for the the culprit of the, the paint and wood you know that he ate earlier
0: now we have to talk about this because this is what we started quoting when we started thinking about this film right yeah
1: that's yeah that line really sticks with you tastes, tastes funny. funny
0: i think i've quoted that just like out of the blue with friends just because it's it's kind of just it just like tattooed on my brain like yep, tastes funny <laughs> tastes like paint
1: and wood I'll go make us some sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love how he's just like so joyful. He's like getting ready to have a cookout. He's singing to himself. And then the second he turns around, a blob of paint just lands on the grill. And he, yeah. <laughs> it's dude. just perfect timing. It, it is
0: perfect. And oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's investigating in uh, Dennis's garage and gets a, a golf ball shot up his ass from the shop back.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. At first I thought it hit him in the nuts and that would have been excruciating or maybe it did but I think when he's going up when he's like when he's like hobbling up to the uh, the door with one shoe Yeah with one <laughs> shoe cuz of the GD kiddie pool <laughs>
1: Oh yeah GD kitty pool um
0: he's holding in the back of his leg so I think they kind of like toned it down you know Oh know I mean? okay Yeah But yeah um,
1: him ringing the doorbell getting his thumb like punctured with a little tack now
0: that is a great prank yeah okay now that is that's a that's a next level
1: prank. then he gets the bucket of water and buzz throws a thing of flour in his face and then he's just like oh all right good night sorry good (laughs) night
0: he's only a boy huh
1: (laughs) and apparently um they didn't tell joan plowright Mm -hmm. uh martha they didn't tell her what Walter Matthau was gonna look like mm-hmm. whenever she opened the door, so that's like her real reaction. She just like busted out laughing. That's great. At the side of them, I love that. Yeah. Um, so other than that, I just wrote down Martha because I felt that she brought a a sweet grandmotherly presence to the movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie also addresses like some fairly deep topics for a kids movie, like mm-hmm. um, like older people. Having regrets of not having children, I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm, you don't really. That's not a topic you really see discussed much, especially in a Dennis the Menace movie. But yeah. I, I just thought that she handled the role perfectly. Like, I like the little moments where she like laughs at herself because Dennis does something cute. So you can you can tell that she really likes Dennis, but she has to deal with George's shit. So.
0: Well, I think she's a really good counterbalance to to Walter Matthau's performance because he's such a grump. He's like he's like grump supreme, right? Yeah. And she offers a lot of like emotion and and love in this film, and I think that she's she's kind of the beacon for that. So I totally agree with you, and I think that as a supporting role, she's outstanding.
1: And uh, you know, to speak to Walter Matthau's performance, he's perfect too. Like I I love all the little moments where he's like, you know, when I was a boy. I, I did this and that. He's like, don't ever
0: come back, ever.
1: I'm not gonna mince words, Mitchell. Your boy's driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I was a boy, my father used his belt. If you wanted to say something to me, he told me with his belt.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's perfect. I mean, like he is, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, you know, and even in the video game that they did for Super Nintendo, I mean, That's it's right. modeled, it's modeled after him.
1: Oh wow! I gotta watch some footage of that.
0: Yeah, I actually did watch some of it, and it it looks extremely difficult. Really? Uh, Yeah, it's like a side-scroll platformer, Hmm. and um, just enemies everywhere, and and uh, Mr. Wilson pops up, so and he kills you right away. He kills you? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you lose a life if he catches you. You lose a life, so technically you die. (laughs) Um, That's
1: a whole other kind of movie. Yeah, exactly.
0: Which also makes me think about man. Dennis was so close to being stabbed in this movie.
1: So, yeah, this could have been a way different movie. Like Dennis could have been easily had his throat slit and just like left for dead under bridge. It's like, oh, well, sorry, little dude. Yeah.
0: And I mean, well, thank goodness for that rope. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Also, thinking of that, I mean, can you imagine how painful that is to like have your abdomen like
1: crushed like by a by a rope? He probably would have been cut in half. Yeah. In yeah. reality. Right that's how this movie should have ended switchblade sam ripped in half yeah well that would be
0: this. insane my yeah friend. i probably wouldn't how- have gotten the pg rating
1: oh another one of my favorite little moments i love how dennis is so innocent that he gives his switchblade back to sam while he's in the cop car he's like here mister and then he gets his hand slammed in the car door he's just like
0: <gasps> yeah and speaking of that scene it's exemplary because I think Christopher Lloyd does so much without any lines. Like, if you think of like when he sees the gold for the first time, he's like, and then, and that, that scene you're talking about, like he doesn't have to say anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like his face and just his breathing and stuff. It's like, that's some of the most potent acting he's doing in that movie, I think. So it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. Another thing I want to talk about how this movie works as a great kids' movie, but watching it now, you pick up on things totally different. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite lines is when Dennis is uh looking at Mr. Wilson's nudie mags, he's like, You gotta be real brave to ride a tiger in your underpants <laughs> 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 You're like put that away. Yeah, and that's
0: the GD Garden Lanterns Martha,
1: where are the GD Garden Lanterns? Another
0: really close call for Mr. Wilson. Holy crap.
1: Oh, yeah, he almost gets his uh
0: nuts. I mean, he would have been castrated if that would have been two, uh, two inches higher, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: And then he found the GD Garden Lanterns. They so, were in
0: the canoe. So in a way, Dennis helped him out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> found the GD Garden Lanterns.
1: Yeah, and also when uh, Dennis is talking about... Um, saying how like on sunday mornings they like to take their shirts off and wrestle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and martha's <laughs> like okay that's enough stop he's like except when they start making funny noises she's like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so now yeah. his dad whistling when he's going to the bathroom or
0: something. yeah they do they do like tiptoe around some really adult themes here yeah you know what i mean like the impotent thing and the wrestling with their shirts off and yeah you know all that kind of stuff so um I assume that they put those jokes in there for the parents that were taking their kids to the movie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. It uh plays really well. This movie has a timeless quality to it. Nothing feels aged. Mm-mm. Like if this movie came out today, it would, there's nothing that screams 1993 in this. There's not like, it's funny
0: because I, I agree with you, but I also think it captures a time and place, but that might be my nostalgia talking yeah you know what yeah. i mean but i do think um if you give, forgive the pun like it kind of snow globes this time and place like a summer in 1993 when you're a little mm-hmm. kid you know what i mean and um,
1: well there's like no shots of like dennis playing a nintendo and no yeah you know, it was there's, kids there's, getting
0: out and you know getting their hands dirty and you know just building a fort and you know adventuring you know and i think that's that's something you know i i
1: I, I mean, I grew kid. up doing, I mean, that's what, yeah. when I think of my childhood, I think of like getting out of school at three o'clock, I'm going to hop on my bike and go to my buddy's house and we're going to the woods and we're going to build some shit. Yeah. We I mean, sick forts back in the day. See, that's <laughs> the thing you talk
0: about forts. We did do forts in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a lot of forts in the woods. God,
1: I wish I had pictures of like all the sick forts I built. I can still, in my brain, I know what they look like and exactly where they were, like in which parts of the neighborhood. I mean,
0: so, those were like, you know, very important parts of our childhood, you know, and
1: hide and seek all the kids playing hide and seek. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's so isn't that just so like endearing that you can get a whole neighborhood to play hide and seek. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I think that's like it's kind of why Switchblade Sam is like, I bet they don't
1: even lock their
0: doors.
1: <laughs> Gunther, I just got off the phone with your father. He's going to the ice cream store. <laughs> Wants you to go with him. <laughs> oh, George. Imagine how disappointed he's going to be. God, yeah, this is a brutal line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Martha, he's a foot short and cross-eyed. And yeah, I mean, disappointment's
0: get... going to be a big part of his life. <laughs> like, like, damn, damn that's, that's brutal. It that is brutal.
1: Now, I like to imagine when Gunther went home and discovered there was no ice cream he just like murdered his whole family and this set off a series of. you're going
0: dark i think switchblade sam's rubbing (laughs) off on you dude
1: (laughs) this set off a series of events of like gunther like joining forces with switchblade sam alternate universe and like he stuffs an apple in the mouth of all his victims i mean that's perfect i mean you should just write this as fanfic gunther's revenge wow i'm
0: gonna make a vhs fake vhs cover for it
1: hey he pretty much disappeared after this movie there's like no i tried to find a photo of this kid or any sort of information like this was his only role his
0: imdb picture is gunther yeah yeah (laughs) pretty good
1: well you know this is vh snacking so yeah speaking of gunther what was uh gunther enjoying that day the old switchblade sam came up josh an apple an apple So I thought, you know, I did have a few choices here. I was either like, hey, let me slingshot a chicklet into your mouth or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like just pray it, knock a tooth out or something. Or I was going to be like, hey, you got to eat this whole gallon of beans. (laughs) Oh, man, I'll be down.
0: (laughs) I'll be down. I thought you might put some uh, house paint on some chicken and we'll eat it.
1: There were a lot of contenders for this episode, but right. I had to make Gunther's apple fritters. What? Yes. What? I made Gunther's apple fritters. When can we have them? Now. This is VH snacking, but I got to I gotta heat them up a little bit. Okay. I'm going to warm them in the stove. You folks just hang tight, and I'll be right back. Yeah,
0: and I think we can listen to a little bit of Dennis the Menace's favorite clips here, can't we? Oh, I think we should. Yeah. We'll
1: be right back. Try guy, little locomotive, said old engine number 99 to uh, One day when you grow up, you will realize that
0: all trains are impotent, important. Even little male trains. How, how can a train grow? He eats all his coal and gets plenty of sleep. No, like, what's the point? of reading lies. He teaches kids eat all their food, and go to bed when they're supposed to, and not cry when me and cabooses and boxcars make fun of them. This is so stupid, man. Are you ready to get out of here and go to bed yet? I'm not even wrinkled up yet. Keep reading. I will never be biggie nug to pull anything but silly old mail
1: cars. Soaked huffy. Sub Sobbed Sababed huff. Sobbed huffy. All right, we are back. We have tried Gunther's fritters. Josh, what do you think?
0: Outstanding, my yeah? friend. And the fact that you serve them on switchblades makes them all the more tasty. Incredible.
1: You're forgetting to tell them that right before you were going to take a bite, I stabbed it with a Switchblade and pulled it out of your hand.
0: But then you gave it back to me so I could eat it up. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Um, you heard it here, folks. Switchblade served apple fritters. It's
1: good stuff. Yeah. Gunther approved. Apple fritter. <laughs> apple fritter.
0: So I would say this would be a great snack to have with well, while watching the movie.
1: Yeah. And we're going to start... Um, Catering the snacks to the movie. So,
0: which we should have done from the beginning, which makes the most VH sense.
1: Well, it's okay. Yeah. We all make meh VH steaks. No, that doesn't (laughs) work. (laughs) That was a good try. (laughs) I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So, Josh, we got to talk about this. So, folks, you can look this up. You can go on YouTube, type in Mason Gamble, and you'll find his YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And on that channel is his wedding venue. I mean, wedding video. Yeah, at a beautiful venue in Rhode Island. Nice yeah. little
0: oceanside wedding. It is a pretty little video, and um, you know, if you go on there, make sure to check out his uh, audition tape, which is on VHS. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can see him pull the worm out of his pocket, which is apparently how he got the the role, like we said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is his whole wedding
1: video. On yeah, there. yeah,
0: pretty interesting.
1: Did you see the part where the the Preacher was like, you know, if anybody objects to this wedding, speak now or forever, or hold your peace. And a kid stood up and said, hey, Mr. Wilson. No, you didn't see that. I did, I, scrubbed, okay.
0: I just scrubbed through it. So
1: no, I'm kidding. That didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> man. It should have.
0: Well, it should have happened. Jeez. <laughs> so
1: do you think any of the cast of Dennis and Menace was there? Probably not.
0: Uh, maybe. I mean, you, you never know. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think you make some really good friends when you're working on a movie when you're a kid, and then sometimes it
1: fizzles out, sometimes it
0: doesn't. You
1: know? Apparently, him and Walter Matthau did keep in touch. They like sent Christmas cards each year and That's wrote really letters sweet. and stuff. And That's really sweet. Walter Matthau, unfortunately, passed away in 2000. Was so. it that long
0: ago? Mm-hmm. He died 21 years ago?
1: Yeah, I feel like I was just getting to know Walter Matthau... In my childhood, and then he died, because you know, grumpy old men. Mm-hmm. Classic movies
0: also played a grumpy neighbor in that one. That's right. Yeah,
1: and I know he has a very long storied career, and I'm doing a disservice to have never seen any of his old movies, but I haven't. I know him and uh what's his name, Jack, Jack Lemmon, Jack Lemon were kind of comedy, a comedy duo. Yeah, you the know. Odd
0: Couple and things like that, and. Mm-hmm. I mean Walter Matthau is is brilliant. I mean I think he's yeah. one of the biggest comedic geniuses of his era. I mean I love Cactus Flower. I love Bad News Bears. Um, I just love him as an actor in general. And anything that I see that he's in, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it just because I think he's so brilliant. Yeah. Um, I did end up watching a couple interviews with him researching this, just kind of on the peripheral. And he's just uh, just a really charming gentleman you know and, yeah um very down to earth uh very sarcastic and wry but also like with a tinge of love you know so shout out
1: to walter Mathau.
0: yeah and we're gonna go to mvps here right
1: mvp awards each episode we are gonna hand over the the coveted trophy the mvp award
0: the this trophy is shaped like a apple fritter
1: a big old apple fritter it's a giant switchblade yeah. with a big old apple fritter on top So, Josh, who do you give the MVP award to?
0: Now, this one was tough because.
1: This is very tough.
0: I feel like, um, you know, it comes down to either Walter Matthau or Christopher Lloyd. And it's like, do you. How do you pick one? And I, I feel like I have to go with Walter Matthau because without him, there's really. I don't know. I just feel like he is the most valuable player in in this film. I mean, he brings it all together and his, his comedy is incredible. And comparatively he has so much more screen time than, than switchblade Sam, you know what I mean? It's true. So, I mean, and while Christopher Lloyd does make the most of his time on screen, I think that Walter Matthau really makes this movie for me. And when I revisited it, it was just good to see him as Mr. Wilson and, and see how, he just carries the film for me. so I definitely think he is the most valuable player in this film.
1: Great gardener too. Yeah,
0: I mean obviously. I mean <laughs> I mean he's is that a real flower? I don't think so. Really? I didn't look that up. I meant to look it up. But I mean the the shot when it blooms and everything is, is that's got to be CGI but it's really cool looking. yeah yeah. Wonder if it is a, a real flower.
1: Mr. Wilson, somebody robbed your house. <laughs> Forty <laughs> years down the drain.
0: You took something from me I could never get back.
1: That part always like scared me as a kid because I've been like chewed out by an adult before. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's like, well, he was just trying to, you know, tell him that he robbed your house. Yeah, it seems I like mean, a valid reason. I love, <laughs> I love how he like uh, opens the garage door and it just tips the food table over. I made a mistake. Oh. Yeah. I mean,
0: it really is. A lot of the things that the dentist, the menace gets into is just curiosity. Yeah. You know I mean, or it comes out of love and, you know, he's trying to, he says in the beginning, he's, I was just trying to help Mr. Wilson cause I thought he was sick, but I mean, he's a five-year-old, you know what yeah. I mean? And a five-year-old sees a button. Hell, I'm 36 and I see a button. I want to press it, <laughs> you know? So yeah. what about you, man? Who's your MVP?
1: Well, I think I was leaning towards Walter Matthau, but since you already said him, um, oh, you can agree with me. It's a well, you're not wrong. I don't, right. I don't think any of these choices would be wrong. I kind of already praised Martha as mm-hmm. the uh, the heart of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, adds a good dynamic to it because you just don't want a movie that's just pure Dennis getting up to wacky stuff. Yeah. I'm looking at you, the sequel to this movie. Did <laughs> oh, you ever boy. see that with Don Rickles and Betty White?
0: I never watched either of the sequels. I
1: watched a, quite a few clips on YouTube, and I'm like, okay, I got it.
0: Yeah, those are direct-to-video kind of cash-in things, yeah.
1: And I like Don Rickles and Betty White, but I just, I don't... They have Don
0: Rickles playing Mr. Wilson? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, well, now I have to see it, because that's just out of curiosity.
1: And I mean, he didn't do a... An... A bad job by any means, but
0: he's no Walter. He's Matthew. no
1: Walter Matthau, right in that role for sure. Anyways, I will give the MVP award to um, Christopher Lloyd, Switchblade
0: Sam. I mean, I tell you, it's it's really close because man he he just sets the movie off. You know what I mean? Like he he really does.
1: Well, yeah you you need him for that contrast because if the movie's just Dennis burns down Mr. Wilson's house and, well, how's he going to get out of this pickle? It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a movie I want to see. But you got to have the stakes raised mm-hmm. and Switchblade Sam just waking up in his pig trough and jumping off a train covered in shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like this bad guy just literally rolls into town down the hill and, yeah, he's there to steal stuff.
0: Well, I mean, he's part of the major arc. You know what I mean like you have to have that 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 arc in the story where something horrible happens and they have to overcome it you know without him that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, and the the back and forth between him and Dennis towards the end of the movie. We talked about this. Yeah, that
0: sequence is is brilliant. I mean, it's probably my it's probably the most memorable sequence for a lot of people that saw it when they were young, right?
1: Yeah. And I still I would love to go camping underneath that bridge.
0: The actual bridge, dude. Yeah,
1: you know it's still there. It's got to be still there. There's no like film location stuff for this on YouTube. It's very disappointed. Mm. Somebody in Chicago make it make it happen. Was it in
0: Chicago? Or was it in a neighboring city, neighboring town? Oh, uh,
1: I'm sorry, in Illinois. It, I don't think it was in Chicago. It no, was in it's somewhere. not
0: in Chicago. It's like it's some somethingville or something in Illinois, some small town.
1: Yeah, but that bridge is out there somewhere.
0: Got to be somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe we'll go find it.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Yeah. One other thing I wanted to mention, which I was not really aware of apparently, but they made a TV movie in 86 for Dennis the Menace. Oh. And it looks pretty obscure. And hmm. I saw a couple things about it. Now I'm going to go seek it out. So um, that's what's great about revisiting stuff is, you know, like, oh, wait, there's even something obscure
1: related to this. So Yeah. And apparently there was also another 2002 movie.
0: Yeah, it's uh, another directed video or directed DVD. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I recognize nobody in the cast on that, but yeah. I kind of want to watch some clips of it just to see how bad they got it wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the other thing that we didn't mention that I think is really interesting is that Dennis the Menace, when it came out um, as a comic strip in 1951, I believe, came out in America by
1: Jack Ketchum. Yeah, <laughs> is it Hank Ketchum or Ooh? Um, either one of those
0: fact check us listeners. We'll, we'll, yeah. Uh, yeah give us a comment on that, but I, I believe it's Hank maybe, but it came out in America and the UK on the same exact day. Hmm. And it's both of them were called Dennis the menace, two different characters, but just a, like a complete coincidence. Wow. And that's why the game and the movie was released just as Dennis in the UK to avoid confusion with that comic strip. Hmm. that's what my research
1: research has shown me oh wow pretty did, interesting did you ever watch clips of the old 50s tv show
0: i've seen clips of the tv show and i loved the cartoon from the 80s
1: okay yeah so I vaguely remember that yeah that but, cartoon was awesome
0: i mean it, i want to revisit all of it now you know what i mean because it's it's not past the nostalgia for just having that i have for this movie i mean kind of opens up an entire world, right? Because this, this movie was based on a comic and a cartoon and that whole world. So it's pretty cool to dive into the history and see where it all came from and how they did it justice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Folks, there's plenty to dig into out there. If you love this movie, which I'm assuming you do, if you're listening to this,
0: yeah, uh, and if you've never seen it, I mean, how do we recommend it to someone who's never seen it? I mean, you said it was just a solid movie on its own, and it yes, certainly is.
1: And deserves way more. I had no idea this movie was so panned by critics. Like, how yeah. did they mess this up so badly?
0: I don't know. I feel like, it, I mean, it was successful. I mean, it made three times its budget internationally. You know, I think it was made for like $35 million and they made like almost one eighteen or something like that.
1: Mm, I saw I think it was made for under 10 million and made gross maybe at least in the US about 50 million. Worldwide I think it did a lot better. Yeah, worldwide oh, yeah. I think it
0: did like 117.
1: Sounds about right. Yeah,
0: so I mean it was definitely a successful film. Mm-hmm. Um didn't ruin anybody's career, you mm-hmm. know. So I mean um it's just a it's a good fun movie. Like like we said in the beginning you can watch it on a Saturday afternoon and just like it gives you this uh, kind of like how Honey I Shrunk the Kids is a great Saturday afternoon movie.
1: Okay, good call. You know what movie pairs nicely with this? If this is the main course, what are the apps?
0: Let's see. Well, we gotta have VH the snacking. you gotta have the switchblade apple fr- fritters here, of course, yeah. along
1: with those.
0: Um, well, I think Honey I Shrunk the Kids is a good one, right? It's yeah. yeah, a good call. That's a good call. But as far as I mean, because this was riffing off of all the mischievous kids stuff, like it's definitely going off Home Alone success. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah little rascals that
1: that one it's a good um, movie yeah what other one man maybe some little giants I little giants would
0: go great i mean i love little giants any day of the week um the good son what yeah. <laughs> the macaulay culkin movie <laughs>
1: no it's just kids you know being being brats
0: you know hey, what I also
1: mean? a 93 movie if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. elijah wood macaulay culkin
0: yeah um, oh my god nah, i was just thinking of the years and you know <laughs> the, the child actors happening that year
1: good call sir um i don't know i mean uh, perfect
0: another another good movie to go with this double feature the good son yeah that's a that's a weird <laughs> recommendation for me but uh it was just kind of timely <laughs> but um you know stuff like that just as kids being mischievous and it, it was really hot at the time you know there's there's other ones you know more obscure ones like the river pirates and and stuff like that that you can check out and
1: tom and huck
0: yeah yeah. That um, was about the same
1: time, wasn't it? With my boy JTT.
0: Oh, JTT. <laughs> the That's haircut heard too. around the world.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I remember when JTT ruled the world. I mean, he was It's on the cover uh, of every like teen beat magazine and Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to JTT. <laughs> yeah, just on, popping up out second. of nowhere like,
0: "Hey, remember me, guys? Come yeah. on the podcast." <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll chop
1: it up about home improvement. Yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think I can recommend it to anyone who just wants like a lighthearted, fun kind of time capsule for the early nineties. Yeah. Know I mean? And
1: if you have a kid, show them this movie, it's really S- fun, especially if they're around like six years old or something.
0: Yeah. And I would love to see how they react to it, you know? And I think and- any
1: kid would like this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. see any reason why not.
1: And adult, you know, I mean, it's a it's a timeless movie. It Kid, speaks to adults and kids and kids yeah. of all ages. Kids of all ages.
0: Yeah. So I mean, overall, obviously, we recommend this film, but I, I think it's, I think it's important to to remember that like there's a lot of nostalgia attached to this film, and I would love to hear from people that see it for the first time ever, you know, and see how how they how they sit with it and yeah, what they think. Yeah,
1: yeah. Man, well, I think we uh, just about covered it all, Josh.
0: Yeah, I think we're about to wrap up and finish up these- uh, Maybe finish up these- these uh, apple fritters.
1: Gunther's apple fritters.
0: Which are absolutely delectable, and thank you again for cooking them up, man.
1: Hey, man, you're welcome. I tell you, you learn a lot when you're in the kitchen, like whipping up all this little stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, there's so much I don't know. Yeah, I fucked up a couple of things, but nothing too bad. Well, it tastes delicious
0: to me. So yeah, hey, yeah, yeah.
1: It turned out, uh, turned out pretty good. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll uh slingshot a chunk of it into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: We'll I'm get gonna, right on that.
1: I'm gonna wake you up tomorrow and just like sneak into your house. Like, how'd just... you get in my house, man? <laughs> don't worry about it. Open your fucking mouth. Fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Um. So yeah. Uh go watch Dennis the Menace because it is so
1: fun. Yeah. it
0: was really great to revisit this one so I'm glad we talked about it.
1: Yeah. It's good times, man. What are we going to review on the next episode, Josh? Well, didn't we say Sidekicks? I think Sidekicks would be awesome. Oh my God. I have not seen that. I don't even know if I actually watched that when I was a kid. I
0: love Sidekicks.
1: I just... I mean, anytime I saw Chuck Norris, I'm like, well, I'm not changing this channel. Yeah.
0: Immediate stay on this channel. Uh, little giants that you mentioned earlier i would love to do little
1: giants about ladybugs ladybugs awesome <laughs> if we're doing jonathan Brandis, yeah
0: i mean ladybugs is also a go for me so i guess we'll just have to uh
1: man we got some uh, figured uh, out we got some things to discuss yeah maybe not even one of those maybe something else we don't know maybe still we'll got finally, little, mo- uh, little monsters
0: on the table too
1: got little monsters is out there we still haven't uh cracked the poly shore crust yet
0: oh boy
1: (laughs) josh's like oh boy holy shore the weasel we haven't even touched any of the Ernest movies i mean we have so much to choose from
0: so much and it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh, we'll keep uh vh snacking
1: we are gonna keep churning them out and thank you so much for listening um anything else you want to add josh
0: i just have one question sure where are the gd garden
1: lanterns (laughs) where are the genie garden lanterns If I can ever use that in real life and it be appropriate, I'll be so happy. I mean, let's aim for that moment. First I have to acquire garden lanterns. Then forget about them for a while.
0: Put them in a canoe.
1: Yes. And then deliver that line to somebody that probably won't even get it. I'll get it. (sighs) I know you will. That's why I love you. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I love you too, bud. All right. Um, We are going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, until the next episode, I'm Phil. I'm Josh. And this has been VH Snackin'. A few moments later. You thought we were done? Psych. Josh had a moment. He was like, dude, we gotta talk about this. We forgot it. And I'm like, yo, you want me to turn it back on? So here we go. It's kind of like the post-credit scene that we didn't talk about.
0: Yeah, the post-credit scene is excellent in this movie.
1: Yeah, we gotta talk about that lady who was, uh... You know, kind of a biatch to Leah Thompson. Uh, A
0: complete biatch to Leah Leah Thompson.
1: She had it coming.
0: Yeah, she really did. And uh, we want you to watch that scene so you can see how funny it is. And I hope those photocopies got around the office. Let me tell you that. really (laughs) cool. Um,
1: But yeah, what do you want to talk about, Josh? So
0: I'm a little jealous of your VHS copy because inside of it, it comes with...
1: Uh, save five
0: dollars on the Dennis the Menace Super Nintendo game, which is really nice. awesome. Yes, and then especially this three dollar rebate on the Dennis the Menace video from
1: Crush the, the Soda. The Soda,
0: and you know what's really cool? I love the little like inserts and stuff, and I wish I had them with my tape. So
1: you can have them, buddy.
0: Buddy, you're the best. <laughs> you are well, the best. You know. So there's actually a really cool commercial in the beginning of this tape. Uh, It's a crush commercial, the soda, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's like this goofy grandpa on a swing, but the kid reading the lines doing the commercial is Chauncey Lepardi, squints from the Sandlot. Oh, wow. So it's pretty cool that he's right there, you know, and he does this like 30 second bit and I just uploaded it to the Lunch YouTube, so if you want to watch it, you can. No way. Nice. So I just want to add that little tidbit and, uh, you know, hop on there and you can see that pretty obscure commercial.
1: Was this pre-Sandlot fame?
0: I don't know. I, I mean, mean both
1: movies came out in 93.
0: That's curious because I wonder if he recorded it. He'd had to get that part after the
1: Sandlot, right? Uh, he looked a
0: little older.
1: Probably honestly. because back in the day, um movies didn't come out on cassette until like wait, like a year after their theatrical run sometimes. So Dennis the like...
0: Menace came out 5 or 6 months after it came really? out theatrically because I think I think it came out in November because I think they want to get it out there for Christmas presents.
1: That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I love stuff like that. Just uh, that's so of the time.
0: Yeah. Really cool to see Chance of the Party doing that Crush commercial. And who knows if it appeared on television or anything. It's probably exclusive to that video cassette. So,
1: well, I got to go watch this now. It's pretty cool. And you should too, listener. And uh, thanks for hanging on for this little cliffhanger. We had to get that one out, but you know. Sometimes these things come to you. That that one would have kept you up tonight. Yeah. I would have lost
0: VH sleep over that one.
1: (laughs) We don't want that. No,
0: sir. (laughs) Got to sleep Rewind right. VH sleep.
1: Oh, man. All right. Um, For real this time, see you later, everybody. Thanks for listening.
0: That's my grandpa. It's not usually this weird, but he sees me drinking this orange crush stuff. And he wants to try
1: it. I said, Gramps, no offense. I don't think you're ready. This is Major Orange taste. It's totally outrageous.
0: But he pulled rank. Whoa. I don't think I'm going to tell him about the other flavors. Crush. Taste buds, fasten your seatbelts.